On this episode of The Focus, I'm talking with my friend, Betty Garrett of Garrett Speakers International. For more than two decades, Betty Garrett has been helping speakers find the right places to speak through her Speakers Bureau, and she's held leadership roles with the National Speakers Association and the Meeting Professionals International. I'm sure you'll enjoy this conversation from a true professional, Betty Garrett. Inspiration from creative leaders, authors, CEOs, and entertainers. People who are truly at the top of their game day after day after day. How do they zero in on their vision? What is their why? We'll learn what motivates these visionaries and what's launched them to the next level as they offer practical advice that anyone can put into action. My name is Taylor Cole Longacre. Welcome to The Focus. Betty Garrett of Garrett Speakers International. Welcome to The Focus. Oh, Taylor, thank you so much for having me. What a pleasure and an honor it is to be with you today. Well, I've had the pleasure of getting to know you over a very short period of time. You're an absolute delight. Well, thank you. I try to live up to my <laughs> reputation, but there's sometimes we don't always, you know, work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a wonderful reputation in the professional speaking industry, speakers bureaus. When did you get your start and how did you get your start in the professional speaking industry? Well, that's a story and a half because my goal in life was to move to Dallas and work for an airline. And I did for 16 years. And then when they went bankrupt, I decided I had to find something else. And there was an association who was moving from Middletown, Ohio to Dallas, and they were looking for a manager of education. So I went and applied for the job and got it. Now, what did I know about speakers and trainers? But I learned on the job, and I was responsible for hiring, identifying and hiring the various speakers and trainers for the different programs that we hosted. And that's how I got into the speaking end of it. And then after I left MPI and worked for a young president's organization, I decided, you know, if I'm gonna work this hard, why don't I just open up a bureau and do it myself? Because I had a platform of professionals who hired speakers. And so I hung up that shingle back in 1993, and my very first booking was with Dow Chemical Company for 30 $500. Oh. So I thought I was at big time and I had it. I've got it framed so that I always remember my roots. Wow. Now take us back a bit. Professional okay. speaking and you run a bureau. Describe to me what that looks like and how is your business structured? A bureau is, is someone who knows who's good, who's out there, who can do the job. And I did not know this until I got into it that I enjoyed the hunt to find the right speaker who met the meeting objectives. And that has just been incredible for me personally because I know so many speakers, I know their stories, and it's so nice to put the client and the speaker together. So you were somewhat of a matchmaker right. between the professional speaker and the people who wanted to book them, which ultimately will help them get to their audiences. That is correct, that is correct. And I'm a problem solver because you come, if you're the client and come to me with an, uh, a meeting objective, and if it's got 
uh, an issue or if there's something going on in the company, I find out what the strengths are of the company and the, and the, the weaknesses, and then I go out and find out the right speaker. And then I will send about two or three options so that the client can get an idea. And if I miss the mark, we've got more to, to look at. But I learned a long time ago not to send too many options to the client because it'll be overwhelming. Now, Betty, you've mentioned it was somewhat happenstance how you got into the field of professional speaking. But what inspired you to take that next step and to run a bureau? Well, I was drawing on the strengths. I had learned from my background, I was had learned so many speakers and trainers, it just made a nice transition to go ahead and open up the Bureau. And they knew Betty Garrett, so I named it Garrett Speakers International and opened it back in 1993. It was, it was tough at first, and we had to overcome some obstacles, and one of them I'll be glad to share is that there was a um, huge bureau on the East Coast, and I would try and work with them, and I would not get the reception that was favorable to me. Mm. So I'd ask my husband, I said, I want you to call them and, and see if you get the same reaction. He didn't. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not <laughs> that a good, kind of thing not makes good, me mad. So I just said, okay, we're going to Washington, D.C. You're going to wear your power suit. I've got mine, and we're going to go meet them mm. because I will not be treated like this. Mm -hmm. So we went up there, met them, rest of the story. Wow. We do business now, and now they take me seriously because being a female from the South, I usually talk slower. So they thought I didn't have any sense. Uh. So let's just <laughs> go prove to them that you're dealing with someone that's going to last. Absolutely. Little did they know they were dealing with the infamous <laughs> Betty Garrett. <laughs> so, and I love a challenge and I love a dare. And so if you need to meet me, by God, let's meet. Yes. And let's get this, whatever that is, in the back burner. I'm here to do business. I am a businesswoman. Betty, in a conversation you and I have had, you shared with me that there are a number of things that a speaker needs in order to prepare themselves just before they can be presentable as a professional speaker. What are those characteristics and tools that they need? Taylor, that is such a great question, and so many people get into it because they think they can make money. And if this is a hot topic, that's what they're going to concentrate on. I say no. It has to come from the heart. You have got to be passionate. You've got to be committed. And you've got to have a signature speech. Mm. I think every speaker, in fact, I know every professional speaker has to have a signature speech. They've got to have an outstanding video. They have to have a quality website. And then they have to have a book. Now, book will give you instant credibility, but if you're, if you're speaking on leadership, the book cannot be on fly fishing of the Yukon. It has got to go together. So let it go. Your, your signature speech and your book have to go hand in hand because you're positioning yourself, your brand, you're positioning yourself as the expert. And so be strategic in what you do and how you do it. 
And the qualities of a speaker is being flexible, being passionate, being committed, and working and, and doing your own research. That makes a great professional speaker. And then with those characteristics and tools, you're now able to place them in your bureau. That is correct. If you go to bureaus, you've got to have those four things I listed, or they are not going to look at you because look, we've got 57,000 people out there. That are wanting to be paid as a professional speaker. That call themselves a professional speaker, and they don't have the tools that we need as a bureau. Now, a bureau is only another marketing arm for the speaker. However, you can flip that coin, and if you're my client and something happens, I am your insurance because if, let's say, you went direct to Joe Blow, and Joe Blow calls you 30 minutes or an hour or the 24 hours before and said, Taylor, uh -oh. I can't get it, you're in trouble. Yeah. So use a bureau for insurance because you just never know when things are going to happen and they can't make it. And a bureau has their fingertips on various speakers that can come at a moment's notice. And in my 30 years of, of bureau, I've had this happen twice. And there was one time here recently, my speaker was, was in New York, couldn't get to El Paso. I knew it was gonna to be touch and go. I kept the meeting planner on site, involved the entire time, and I said, I'm not sure if Kate's gonna be here or if uh, Ann will be here, but you will have a speaker. And so that's the benefit of having a bureau involved so that in case anything happens, you fall back on us. That's great, and I have been in that situation. I've planned an event for an attendance group of more than a thousand people, and we had that speaker who, oh, I don't feel well this morning, I can't make it, I don't wanna be up there, I've got something on my hair, or something wrong with my face, I don't wanna speak today. And I'm like, wait a minute, we built the entire program around you. And you've got a contract, Yes. so live up to the terms of the contract. Yes, but it was me having to try to fight them to get them to show up. Had I had a bureau, had I had Betty Gary, <laughs> <laughs> the show would have still gone on. Oh, absolutely. It goes on no matter what. Yeah. But, I mean, there's some people that don't. In fact, I had a celebrity on site who was not feeling well, and we had contracted 30 minutes for uh, television interviews and VIP reception, and she decided she wasn't going. She didn't feel good. Well, we're knocking on her door. Mm. Get up. You will be there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you marched to Washington to fight with that, with, with that group, and then now I see you fighting with a celebrity, telling them to get up, get out of bed, and show up. Don't mess with me. <laughs> Don't mess with Texas. <laughs> <laughs> now, Betty, you have another resource to really encourage and help and equip speakers with what they need in order to be in the speaking business. Right. Tell me about that book. There is a book called Speak for a Living by Ann Bruce and Sardi Glove. It's the second edition. And I was asked to co-write the foreword to the book. And this book, Speak for a Living, 
and, and certainly both did a lot of research on bureaus, speakers, what makes you popular, what, what, what happens, what do you do, what are your processes? And this literally is a blueprint for anyone who wants to be a speaker or let's take a celebrity, let's take a speaker who's been on the circuit for a long time. This is also a, a reference for you to remember what brought you to the dance. Mm, okay. So I highly recommend, if you're thinking about becoming a speaker, I highly recommend Speak for a Living, the second edition. Now, she wrote one that was a first edition. And interesting, Sardique read her first book, did everything she said to do, and now he is traveling internationally and is going everywhere and is even one of association's mastermind, which is a high honor for him to do, and it's all based on what he learned was speak for a living in the first edition, but the second edition is so much more in depth and has a lot of examples for speakers to use. And Betty, what is next for you? You have so many things going on. You're an author and you have a ministry in helping caregivers navigate through caring for their loved ones. Uh, you lead your bureau, you have a team, you've been involved in many nonprofits and organizations. Tell me, what, what in the world would you add to that <laughs> impressive resume? <laughs> Another body. <laughs> well, you look great. Well, thank you, thank you. Um, Taylor, I think it's my ministry or it's my purpose in life to mentor others. As long as I can stay active and continue to help, not only in the Bureau, but I also consult and coach other speakers in order for them to get Bureau ready because there's a, a nuance or there is a niche that you need to know about how to market to bureaus, what are, market, what, what are bureaus looking for? And if I can help you in any way, that's my purpose because I enjoy working with people and I want to be a resource because by being a resource and not selling me, it just gives me so much more breadth and width when I help the other person and help you solve that problem that's going on, whether it's personal, professional, or in an organization. So I don't know that I have another goal other than to continue doing what I am and perfect what I'm doing and help that next person go to the next level, whatever that is. That's a great aspiration. I believe you're doing it quite well. Well, thank you. We have an exciting show called Speak Up, and it's a showcase of professional speakers. They are filmed before a live audience, and the show is broadcast. It's something we've been working on at MPN. You have been instrumental, Betty, in consulting with us through that process. What's it been like from your side working on Speak Up? Oh, it is so exciting and because I see the possibilities and thank you for coming to me and I'm, I'm honored that you would reach out to me to help you in any way with this because the possibilities are endless and to have speakers involved with Speak Up, I mean, my gosh, there's so many things that you offer. They get a wonderful video that is top notch. It's a six camera shoot. Every speaker I know is always looking for a better video. 
what better thing to, to offer them? Plus, Speak Up is, a, is another venue for clients to go and look for their speaker because you have them on all topics. Betty, many people I can imagine would love to be part of your bureau, um, be presented to multinational corporations, but there are those who haven't taken the first step toward becoming a public speaker. They're getting over their stage fright. What advice would you give them? I would suggest to them, if, if you really have the desire becoming a professional speaker, I recommend Speak for a Living the second edition. But I also would recommend that you go to Toastmasters. I would even look at National Speakers Association because they have an academy that takes you from A to Z if you want to become a speaker. So those are the things I would do if I wanted to, and I would do research, I would go on the internet, I would look at everything. Yes, everybody's heard of Tony Robbins, and everybody wants to be a Tony Robbins, but we can't all be a Tony Robbins. Yeah. So find your uniqueness. What are you passionate about? What is your cause? And I would go from there, and like I said, go to Toastmasters, go to NSA Academy. Um, there are other networking opportunities that you can network that gives you the ability to sell from the platform. So look at that. Yeah, there's lots of options out right, there for right, someone coming right. in new. Yeah. Well, thank you, Betty. It's been such a pleasure talking with you on The Focus. You, again, are an absolute delight and so wise in the industry of professional speaking, speaking bureaus, writing books, and mentoring others. Well, thank you, Taylor, for having me, and thank you for allowing me to be here because it's been such an honor to work with you as a friend and to work with you professionally. And I, I'm, I'm hoping that they will walk away with some nuggets that can help them, whether they're a speaker or a caregiver or wanting to become a resource. Thank you again. Absolutely.